Howdy, howdy. Howdy. And welcome to... But it was Aliens, the extraterrestrial comedy podcast where we probe alien incidents to determine for the questionable benefit of humanity as to whether these incidents really did involve aliens. It's my turn to host this week and I'm Kev and alongside me with no idea as to what is coming up today is Mr. Granville Moonwalker. Today we are heading to, well, actually we are staying in England today as we meet former Coventry youth and Hereford United senior team goalkeeper, David Vaughan Ike. You do realise that's Hereford, right? Yeah, too late. Gone past it, son. David was a senior pro footballer, that soccer player for many of you, between 1971 and 1973, but unfortunately, rheumatoid arthritis ended David's playing career at a young age. Before that, though, David was the middle of three males born in Leicester on the 29th of April, 1952. Mr. Ike's life would turn upside down in 1990. The greatest form of control is the oblong box in the corner of the room. That's a David Ike could. He's constantly telling us what to believe is real. My inner David Icke came out. What the hell is your inner David Icke? Oh, to be fair, it's just one of his quotes. One of whose? Ike's. Who's Ike? Fuck off. (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) Just shrugging at me. (laughs) Yeah. I've really got nothing to add. He was a footballer. Where did he play? Midfield? Striker? Either way, Brumatoid arthritis is horrendous. Yeah, sucked to be him, unfortunately. I can see why he had to stop. In 1990, David Icke visited a psychic. I need to be clear here. I'm not saying that David was a psychic himself, merely that David visited one. That psychic would tell David that he had a purpose. A higher purpose, if you will. For David was told to expect that he would begin receiving messages. This was 1990, remember, so we aren't talking about text messages or WhatsApps. We aren't even talking pager beeps or voicemails. David would be receiving messages from the spirit world. There you go. (laughs) How would you react if a legitimate psychic told you that you had a higher purpose? Who, me? Hmm. I wouldn't believe it. You would. <laughs> you absolutely would. You'd be like, I know. I knew it. I'd ask, in what in what realm of my life? In what realm of your life? Mm. How many realms do you have in your life? Light realm and dark realm? Pitch six. The gym. Home. <laughs> there were different realms. Pitch six? Yeah. So we play pitch. on on a Friday. That, no, that's pitch eight. That's no, not. It is. San Siro is six. Have a look at it next time we're there. I will. They added the last pitch on the end after all the other ones were built. So Shit, it, it gave... is pitch eight, isn't it? Yep. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I'm there to break fools. <laughs> so that's basically your gym realm is your football realm. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure if someone crossed your home realm, you'd still want to break them. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've completely forgotten what the point was here, but I'm, I'm feeling that you don't have many realms. You have I, anger and destruction. I don't go anywhere. Home, gym, football. Here. Hmm. Didn't you go out for drinks like a week ago? It's a one-off. You can't say it's a one-off. Because it's not the first time and it won't be the last time you've done it. It's a one-off. <laughs> so, legitimate psychic, higher purpose. How did we get to that point? David had to retire from football at 21 years of age. David's father had been a non-medical orderly in a hospital during the Second World War, who then worked in a clock factory, and it's fair to say that the family knew hard times. They were not well off financially. David would marry, have one daughter and two sons, before eventually divorcing from the children's mother, though the two remained friends and colleagues. Before all that, but after the football, David would spend time working as a sports broadcaster, including for the BBC, but this career left David unfulfilled. His ass was empty, son. Doesn't you like BBC? Well, he was unfulfilled. (laughs) He was empty. BBC didn't do it for him. Oh, no. David started writing books and begun leading into new age therapies to help with his arthritis. This may be what eventually led David to the psychic. You see, David had begun to feel a presence around him. David eventually got fed up and asked the presence to make contact because they were driving him up the wall. No contact was made to begin with. Days later, in a newsagent's, A force suddenly pulled David's feet and a voice guided David towards a book called Mind to Mind by Betty Shine. Betty was a psychic healer. It was a sign. David followed the sign and wrote to Betty requesting a consultation about his arthritis. The man wanted a cure. What's that song that goes, um, is it hush hush eye to eye? I think it's something from mind to mind. Does it say that? It sounds familiar, but I can't think what it is. I'm terrible with music. I have no idea. But when you say called mind to mind, that came to my mind. I want to say I do I, which doesn't sound like a sentence. Mind to mind to mind. I do I. <laughs> yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. But I just can't think of the... In my head, it just keeps coming out as I do I, which, like I say, it can't be that, can it? <laughs> I do I do you do you (laughs) BBC David visited Betty four times it was during the third meeting that David felt a light touch like a web across his face as Betty told David that Wang Yi Lee of the spirit world had a message for David Betty would tell David that David had been sent to heal the world to make it a better place place for For you you. and for me and the entire human race Betty predicted fame for David but outlined that David would face opposition on his journey Betty made some predictions but we have a better word for them don't we Betty told a prophecy 
wasn't that the father will kill the son. The spirit world would pass ideas to David. David would share these ideas with others. David would write five books in three years. In 20 years, a new flying machine would allow us to go wherever we wanted and time would have no meaning. There will be earthquakes in unusual places because the inner earth is being destabilized by having oil removed. When did he see her? A was while ago. 1990? That was when his life was turned upside down, correct? So 2010 we were meant to have this. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. This could have been a different timeline for I'm all you know. The past, and I don't remember that machine. What if that machine was out, but someone went back and destroyed all the plans before it was made, therefore the machine was never made? That could be exactly where this case is going. Wang Yi Li was going to save the world through David Icke. This web across the face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought you were going to come back there. Do you think it was just a web? But one just blow, you know how you get yeah. them blowing in the wind. No, I don't. What do you think it was? She spat on him when she talked. And he was like, it's a web. It's a web of destiny. <laughs> she was just proper. <laughs> like, uh, what's that um, cartoon character, Warner Brothers? Is it Sylvester? The cat who just... Supper and suck a tear. Yeah, spits everywhere as he's talking. What a dirty cat. But yeah, she's just absolutely spaffing it out of her mouth as she's talking. Absolutely dusting his face. Well, Daffy Duck isn't who I was thinking of, but probably is also a spitter. Which cartoon Disney Warner Brothers character is the biggest spitter? Tasmanian Devil. Yeah. But at least you know that one's coming. Because it's on the end of every... You can prepare for it before it hits you. True. With Sylvester, you just never know. <laughs> David would next meet Deborah Shaw. Deborah. Deborah, yes. An English psychic living in Canada during August 1990. Did the spirits guide David to her? Who knows? Come 1991, David was on the path and you can kind of understand why. The promising career ended was a gateway into a different world. David visited a pre-Incan burial ground in Peru. Peru. There, David was drawn to some waist-high stones and begun shaking as thoughts rushed into his body like electricity. David was basically experiencing the Highlanders quickening. Information, no power, running through David. There can be only one. When it began raining, the quickening ceased. It was divine energy from God which led David onto a higher level of consciousness than you or I. Enlightened after the Peru trip, David would begin living with Deborah, along with his wife at the time. Deborah changed her name to Mary Shaw's son, whilst David's wife became Michaela, an aspect 
of Archangel Michael. Okay. okay. David and Shawson had a daughter in 1991, by which point they had broken up and David had a second son with his wife in 1992. Hey. David had a lot of the Lord's word to spread. It's not the only thing he was spreading. I feel like I just took this case from like zero to 140 <laughs> in the space of three seconds. These pillars. So, oh, so Greybeard has popped in a picture here and they look like stone pillars. Yeah. One of them looked like a bucket. And so this is where David Icke felt the quickening. The quickening. <laughs> Hmm. Divine energy, son. Have you ever felt that design, divine energy go through your body? Yeah. Today. When that ball bounced off the wall and cracked <laughs> me in the nuts. I'm not sure that's divine. That, that energy is a different kind of energy. That's coming from down low. It was... It was an energy. <laughs> it was a deep energy. Stop me in my tracks. I can still feel it now. In my plants. <laughs> Shine them up real good. The bluish hue. Hmm. So did he walk between them and then experience the quickening? Did he walk did he stand on them? He was by was them. He just there. So he was I think he felt an energy in the air. So he walked. Something enticed him to move towards them and as he got by them, that quickening struck. <laughs> And that sent David on a path whereby he ended up in a thruple of sorts. He was already there. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. And his wife was like, do what you want. So now that he's got the quickening, what do you think is going to happen next? He's going to use it to uh, spread the word. <laughs> Have himself another kid. Get a few more partners. Spread the word some more. Leave some web on the face. Strong with supernatural power, David begun automatic writing and quickly received a message which David needed to share. Prophecy! Around March 1991, David left the political group he was in to save them from controversy and David held a press conference. David told reporters that the world was going to end as we knew it in 1997. Due to a combination of hurricanes, earthquakes, volcanoes, and chaos, the voices told David that Los Angeles would become an island, New Zealand would disappear, and the cliffs of Kent would be underwater by Christmas. David had begun to wear only turquoise clothing by this point, because turquoise itself is a channel for positive energy, you see, but I digress. David also had a second announcement which David would repeat when appearing on the Terry Wogan show. Wogan was huge in the UK at the time. There, David announced to the world that... Eh, let's watch it. Before we do, you mentioned the things that would happen when the world would come to the end. Yep. Before you said that, the only thing that was going through my head was... Uh, when did the Spice Girls fall? Wasn't it around like 96, 97? Wasn't that probably would have been ended. about 95 I'd guess but I don't know you say you guess 94 you know. maybe pardon I said you say you guess but you know I'll tell you what I want what I really really want he knows come on join in what 
Eugen. We're all the son of God. It's quite, it's quite funny, really. You know, 2,000 years ago, had a guy called Jesus sat here and said these same things, you would still be laughing. It's really, really funny that we've not really moved on that much. Um, there have been many missions, if you like, over the last 12,000 years lad. to try to free the earth from control by an, a force that is working against the Godhead. The Godhead is the basic... Mm. Sorry, go the ahead. thing to get over, Terry, is this. When we think, it is not a vacuum. We, when we think, we create an energy field. This is how telepathy works. An energy field leaves one being, and other beings can tune into it and read that thought. When you think thoughts of love and wisdom and of tolerance and all the things we wish to bring to the earth, you create a certain kind of thought energy, the very same energy that the Godhead sends around creation. Hmm. So, basically, David was the son of the Godhead. But so are we all. At this point in his journey, David was quite focused on God and the devil. Did you like... He had a pretty cool shell suit on there. I was going to say, did you like his clothing? (laughs) Turquoise shell suit. Yeah. Ah, so... Pains me to say this. Mm Mm-hmm. He has a point. (laughs) (laughs) do you think he handled wogan quite well yeah but the point i'm getting at is that when he said two thousand years ago if jesus had walked up and said i am the son of god and i am jesus everyone would have laughed they may have not wrong they may have until he walked across water he was like yeah bitches (laughs) that's jesus walked across water turned around it was like bitches it's like checkmate Bitch, <laughs> I am the Lord. I am your savior. But remember, we technology has moved on since the time of Jesus. So back then, you could point at someone and shout "witch" and people would believe it. That you can't true. do that today. But he also walked across water. So do you reckon he done that thing where people sh- they're walking across water, but it's just planks of water under the. Planks of water, planks uh, of wood under the water. Either that, or is it corn syrup or something? You can put in water and make it solid on top, even though it's still watery, so it looks like you're walking on water, but actually it's a solid base underneath he you. He was like the David Blaine of the times. Exactly that. Exactly <laughs> what that. the F, Jesus? Turn and fanta into Cheez-Its. As we heard, when Wogan asked... Wogan. Pardon? Wogan. Yes. When Wogan asked David, are you okay? (laughs) I'm tired. So therefore being tired, I'm in a silly mood. When Wogan asked David if he was the son of God, yes, Wogan, David said that Jesus would have been laughed at too. Sadly, David became somewhat targeted after that May 1991 Wogan interview. Children started gathering outside David's house, chanting sarcastically for the Messiah, and the police had to be involved. Wogan was one of the biggest shows in the UK, and in 2006, they did a then and now special where they had David back on. Wogan apologised for laughing at David. A year later, Wogan bashed David again in his autobiography. (laughs) Whilst this was tough, 
David does credit this experience with helping him to develop thick skin. David no longer had any fear in sharing his messages. David wrote five books between 1992 and 1994. Opposition. Five books. The Prophecy of Betty was coming true. The Prophecy! Ah, Betty! <laughs> ah, Betty. Is a prophecy's come true, and we've got to believe it now. It's, but then it's coming true before your eyes. The problem with that, no problem, is he knows how many books he's got to write in that time because he's already heard the prophecy, exactly. so that's almost a self fulfilling prophecy, precisely. Oh, controversial. How many, like, who's to say that he didn't have books already written? Wasn't he told this in 1990? He may have been. <laughs> so he could have wrote books and then just waited and then put five books out in uh, three years. Yeah, but who are we to go against prophecies? That is true. The prophecy of Betty, Betty. is strong. And it came true. By 1994... David's books were selling well, but also attracting criticism for being conspiracy-heavy and even anti-Semitic. David's book, The Robot's Rebellion, was heavily based upon a book proven to be a forgery back in 1920, which outlined a possible extraterrestrial shadow organisation taking over the world. The Reptilians! I should add that David suggests that Jewish people are code for aliens and that he says now that he wasn't actually suggesting this secret organisation is Jewish in his own theories, but I personally feel he's on dangerous ground here. That's a terrible thing to say. Yeah. Not what you said, what he said. I mean, I haven't read David's books myself because honestly, I just wasn't particularly interested, so I didn't want to turn this into a multi-part episode. That didn't sound great. Anyway, David's ideas were taking shape. David begun identifying the Illuminati. Later books criticised what David perceived to be a lack of free speech in the world. David begun self-publishing his books after falling out with his publisher after David shared thoughts around our educational system covering only one perspective of the Second World War, which to me, implies that David is suggesting that the atrocities of the war may not have happened, or at least not as we understand, which is offensive, so I haven't dived further there. In interviews, I actually didn't think David came across as hateful, but if he has truly shared the views attributed to him, he can smooch my gooch, son. By the way, David and his first wife, Michaela, divorced in 2001. David met his second wife in 1997, four years before divorcing his first wife. I suppose this isn't that surprising when he was still with his first wife, Michaela, whilst banging Mary Shawson, but I'm just saying, this man's life is eventful. Anyway, David would reportedly make upwards of two million selling his books between 1998 and 2011. Ooh. David developed a goal though, to put all conspiracy theories in one place. UFOs, New World Order, 5G, Satanism, and secret societies. David would become the driving force behind the popularization of the reptilian theory. <laughs> Loves a theory. 
You actually mentioned that earlier on. I did. Mm-mm-mm. 5G, can you remember when that was a bloody thing going around? It still is. It's slowed down a little bit, but I don't mind I don't mind conspiracy theories in general. Like some of them are really interesting, like the moon landing and who shot JFK. Oh, I've got but I have no problem with them. Just but ones don't like, text me. Ones like Flat Earth, for example, just aren't for me. This is gonna sound really harsh, so I'm not gonna say it. If you ain't got anything nice to say, son. <laughs> David's theories touch upon reincarnation, reptilian humanoids called Archons, although sometimes reported as Anunnaki and pedophiles. There's an awful lot. Sorry, what? <laughs> Many books worth. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm just going to cover the basics as simply as possible. <laughs> Someone... Bit of a jump, I know. No. So, reptilian humanoids called archons, although sometimes reported as Anunnaki or paedophiles. <laughs> so are they called paedophiles, or is he reporting on So it's part of the conspiracy theory. I'm not saying that the Anunnaki necessarily are paedophiles. They could be. I'm just not saying that yet. So, David believes that the universe is vibrational energy and that people can tune into different vibrations sharing the same space, not dissimilar to radio waves. We're basically talking holographic universe here. David thinks that everything is sentient, even planets are sentient beings, manifesting in our three-dimensional universe the way we perceive them. He is not wrong. They're cold and they just want to cuddle. <laughs> Hello, Pluto. Archons, the reptilians, are older than ourselves with advanced technology and perception and can travel in our vibrations from their home in the constellation Draco. David believes that over the years, human-archon hybrids have been created and are manipulating major events in the world. Hybrids and truebloods. This genetic mixing first begun between two and three hundred thousand years ago. Hybrids may not even know that they are hybrids, and truebloods sit atop the hierarchy, controlling the hybrids in positions of power. This Illuminati live in caverns inside the Earth. Hollow Earth, baby! Every organisation, every secret organisation, doesn't even know that it is being controlled from the top of itself by an even more hidden power. As I say, this theory ties pretty much every conspiracy theory there is together. Today, if you have a reptilian bloodline, then a reptilian entity could inhabit your body, travelling through the vibrational planes. These Archons then need to drink human blood to maintain human form, and of course, interbreeding keeps the bloodline strong. David has even traced a bloodline going from ancient Egyptian pharaohs and Roman emperors to, uh, to sorry, US presidents and the British royal family. Reptilians. David doesn't explain how he knows this bloodline is reptilian, but don't worry about that because it's not just reptilians. David also confirms that the greys exist. Cool. I believe him now. <laughs> just like that you're on board the greys <laughs> oh, oh I, I thought it was the, the nature of the conspiracy theory that got you no just the greys 
I was about, I was going to ask when you were going through mm-hmm. um, the bloodline part. How yep. did he know that that's the bloodline? But you pretty much said he doesn't explain how he knows. So yeah, it just is. He's like you, reptilian bloodline. You're in power. What if he's not wrong though? Yeah, remember this man is getting messages from the spirit world. And Betty! Prophecy is coming true. It's hard to get your mind around like how planets could actually be sentient beings elsewhere that are just, we're seeing them as that. That's not actually what they look like. What if they're just asleep? They sleep for aeons. So that that basically is saying that none of our reality is real. So why do we all perceive it? Because we're stupid. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) David has some predictions attributed to him. For example, in 1999, David foresaw a major attack taking place. I'm just going to interrupt you there. I literally read that as David foresaw a magic trick. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) what? No, no, no. (laughs) Although we did clarify earlier that he's basically David Blaine. But no, he saw a magic... No, I'm doing it. He saw a magic trick. The rabbit was in the hat. The whole time. (laughs) So he saw a major attack taking place between 2000 and 2002 (laughs) in a major city in America. And then 9-11 happened. So people thought this was what David foresaw. May I remind you that 9-11 impacted upon more than one major city, though. Meanwhile, the world didn't end in 1997, nor did New Zealand disappear. David also foresaw the United Nations being overwhelmed, and David was given the coordinates of severe hurricanes around the Gulf of Mexico, a hurricane-prone area, after the year 2000. David is attributed with suggesting that horrid and now deceased Jimmy Savile was a paedophile for years, but if you look at David's works, which I haven't but many such as Will Banyan have, you discover that whilst David began theorising on global paedophile rings in 1998, he made zero claims about Savile until after Savile passed away and the news broke. Meanwhile, If you did know that someone was a disgusting criminal, why the funk would you not go to the police immediately? If David did know and did nothing, that would make him even worse than falsely claiming he knew after in my eyes. What a stupid claim to make. I'll link Will Banyan's excellent 2013 research on this in the episode notes. But what of the future? David foresees the world collapsing into a Hunger Games society. The whole thing about Ike and Savile. Yeah. Um, there, are, I wouldn't say there's rumours. I think it's well documented that loads of people in the BBC knew. Mm-hmm. Ike used to work for the BBC. Yeah. So yeah. maybe he knew through people that were there. But then why didn't or, he come out and say it at the time if he did? I mean, who's to say he didn't try to? I mean, wasn't Savile one of the most popular people in the UK at that point? Like, 
Who knows? The BBC not, is a shady place anyway. It certainly was absolutely so, shady. I don't disagree with you at all. I'm just not clued up enough on it. I find mm. it pretty horrific and I've never really looked at how it happened that closely. But what I know from researching this episode is, as I say, that David did not make any claims until after the news had came out. And then oh. claims that he knew. So, oh, sorry, I thought you meant he made claims once Savile had passed, and then that kind of prompted well, the investigation. Both. Not that but he the made investigation the had started. Yeah, it was known sort of what he'd done, and then David claims that he. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he made the claims after the fact. I've never seen Hunger Games. Really? Mm, just. Look shit, so I never. Whoa, it's a pretty popular series, there, my friend. Again, looked shit, so I never bothered watching it. Twilight's a very popular series as well. That's uh, dog shit. See now, Harry Potter is a very popular series. Don't the you come world, at it? The world itself is amazing. He, <laughs> whiny little bitch. <laughs> you could say, looking at a picture, that Schindler's List is shit, but it's a phenomenal film. It's not all about how it looks. Schindler's List is shit. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> You're going down, son. <laughs> My gosh. Uh, it's not really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can't stand by that. I, I can't. I just wanted to see your face when I said it. Oh. Um, I nearly uh, threw something. Uh, I think it's just the main... Uh, do you know what? Over the weekend, I might watch Hunger Games. And then I'll come back and I will say whether or not I wasted time. I've seen them all and I thought it's okay. I'm not a huge fan or anything. So if you don't like it, I'm not going to be worried. But a lot of people do really like it. Mm. It seems too teenagey and yeah. If you're going to have that kind of world, I want to see people murdered. You do see a fair bit of that, yeah. Cool, I'll watch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's got to be realistic. There well, are some there are some that aren't going to be surviving that world. So it's almost like spoiler alert Game of Thrones series 8. There's a lot of people that survived there that should not have survived. We're going off on a massive tangent no, here. I'm, I'm stopping now. We can go back. <laughs> I think it's worth covering briefly what our secret reptilian overlords actually want. Basically, they want humanity to experience fear so that they can feed off of our negative energy. Archons, who sit in the astral fourth dimension closest to the physical world, are also themselves controlled by beings in the fifth dimension, but I'm, I'm not sure what those folks want. So Twitter is uh, feeding the Archons. <laughs> Basically, Twitter is keeping people real full. It's also worth mentioning that many have connected David's reptilian theory to the plot of television show V, where reptilian aliens wear human disguises and come in peace with sinister ulterior motives. It transpires that the aliens had been present for decades before appear appearing to appear over the skies of 29 cities, infiltrating governments, businesses and religion. David suggests that we have physical evidence of the reptilian shapeshifters and you can just flick over YouTube for countless videos of what he means. I've got a brief one to show you here, Granville, and I'll link this in our episode notes. Awesome, let's have a look. This is the guy that records televisions for when they glitch and then I used <coughs> it as proof that 
people have shape-shifting powers and reptilians are real? We've seen this. Or maybe we just saw part one. This is one of my favorite conspiracies, actually. Whoa! I saw it! Did you see it? Holy fuck! Yes, I did. <laughs> well, I'm sold. <laughs> Believer? That was enough to convince me. His eyes kind of glitched on themselves. I know, but I also know you want to hear what she has to say. The doc says if these people don't get help or straighten up fast, I haven't read any of this. Brittany won't make it to the age 30. Lindsay won't see Oh my god. And Michael Jackson She's transmogrifying. Yeah, her face is. <laughs> She's turning into an anamorph. She is lit. Ankle's closed. Appear to transform as well. This all but confirms it's a technical error. No. Still dismiss this, arguing that the claws are part of the disguise. I mean, I was about to say they all seem to be on Fox or CNN at the moment. Reptilians also use fake clothes. Oh my God, he's doing it. Jesus fucking Christ! He's a freaking animal. Oh, he's turning into Harvey Dent. He's turning into Harvey Dent. I watched that way longer than I should have, but that yeah, was awesome. But, uh, <laughs> it's a funny one, isn't it? <laughs> Turned into fucking Harvey Dent. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, what are your thoughts on the shapeshifters? Uh, I can't explain it, but so you believe it? No. Yes. It's like it's then explain when it. The camera. You can't. You cannot. Like, Fuck Therefore, you must believe. <laughs> Fine, I believe. <laughs> yes, you have seen, and I have seen. Either that or it's pixelation. <laughs> How else can we explain David's ideas and their popularity? In one word, nonsense. David's theories concentrate on the elites, the less than 1% ruling the world. To the other 99% of the world, explaining our lack of standing or meaning in the world could be pretty appealing. But there is zero proof for all of this. And when David has made a prediction, it either isn't specific enough, so it could be attributed to lots of different things, or it hasn't happened. Except for when David suggested that the moon is a hollow spaceship left here by aliens. That's true. Post-2020, the Centre for Countering Digital Hate have identified David as a prime cause of disinformation on COVID. David also had ideas on 5G as we mentioned earlier. And as you may expect, many of David's social media channels have now been deleted because he's full of dangerous shit. Basically, David takes a conspiracy and makes it his own. He turns them up to 11. <laughs> Just before we summarise, ultimately, David preaches that love must overcome the lizard people, so whilst he may take advantage of society's frustration and suspicion over ridiculous events, particularly from 2020 onwards, and whilst some of his ideas may be dangerous and inspire people in risky ways, at least the overall message is positive. My final thought... Even a broken clock is right twice per day. <laughs> uh, I'm. We would never know this, but 
could you imagine if he was actually telling the truth the whole time? Oh, no, oh. me neither. <laughs> I was going to say, I think I've made my, um, my upcoming conclusion pretty obvious on this one, sadly. <laughs> I the Sometimes people like this feel more like a you case than a me case. <laughs> and I struggle not to tear them down as I'm going along. There's an art to it, son. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, some of his views in particular, like um, the parallels between Jewish people and the secret society and that kind of thing, I found really uncomfortable and it just yeah, turned not, me off. Like, good. whilst this is a lighthearted podcast and we make fun of a lot of things with no real intent behind it, I found it hard to sort of go into detail on some of that stuff and be jolly. I just wanted to rip him down, like I say. Any more bits to offer on that bit before I summarise? Nah. Then, in summary, we've met David Icke today, a former professional footballer for Hereford United, who was led by an unseen force towards and ultimately visited a psychic in 1990. The psychic told David to expect messages from the spirit world, and those messages came as whilst in Peru, David experienced the quickening. David predicted the world's end and reformation and appeared on Wogan alongside writing books. David may have some really shitty ideas and theories, but the main reason we covered him is because David is a leading figure in the popularisation of the modern reptilian Illuminati theory. David suggests that reptilian lizard people called Archons live in the fourth dimension, but also in the constellation Draco and have been visiting the Earth for millennia genetically engineering hybrid reptilians they control to rule the world and feed off negative energy. The Archons shapeshift into humans of a reptilian bloodline and are able to visit because the universe is made up of different planes of vibrational energy. David has made lots of generic predictions and has now been banned on many social media platforms. The Queen was a lizard? Shall we just conclude? Yeah. <laughs> no, don't want to go over anything. No. Um, he says before going over something. Yeah. <laughs> he was literally a charmer, though, wasn't he? Mm. Could charm people into believing or hanging on to his. He speaks, not every word. He, but, yeah, well, he must have to get his um, frapple going. But quite a lot, yeah. He's. Uh, Suave. He had a way about him, I guess it's fair to say. Very articulate. For those potentially susceptible to that kind of thing, I guess. Hmm. Imagine if he did really experience the quickening, as in the Highlander quickening, got the burst of energy, and he's actually secretly going around, offing other people to get that quickening more and more. He's a Highlander. He's actually a Highlander. I'm not saying this is aliens. So, are you saying that it was aliens? <laughs> this is Ike using his being suave and trying to persuade people into his line of thinking, possibly so he could just make some money. Yeah. I'm not going to piss about on this one. I'm not saying that it was aliens either. This file, you could probably tell, and I've already kind of touched on this, but you could probably tell that I was somewhat disgusted by some of the views I came across attributed to David. And to this day, I'm still not sure if he's a bastard or whether he's just absolutely bonkers. 
and so people attribute more and more to him. Mm. What I am sure of, though, is that this is all bullshit. I'm not going to waste any more time concluding. That's all there is. I don't <laughs> believe David Icke. Any final thoughts, Mr. Moonwalker? Welcome to the end of days. We shut off this podcast and the world suddenly ends <laughs> as we know it. So, yeah, we've got absolutely nothing to offer you on this one. <laughs> just, a, just a firm, hard no. That is a wrap for today. So thank you for listening to But It Was Aliens! If you're interested in supporting the show, you can do just that over at patreon.com forward slash But It Was Aliens, where each month we drop a bonus episode covering a more widely paranormal tale. We love a good ghost tale, a demon dalliance, and a dog with superpowers. So... Over on Patreon.com, we delve deeper into these strange mysteries. If you have any suggestions for episodes we should cover, either here or on the Patreon.com, you can drop them to us on the Twitter, on our Twitter, at But It Was Aliens, or find our Facebook group, Extraterrestrial Towers. That is all from us. So until next time, if the Big Bang was actually silent, then where does the bang come from? The truth is up there. Hash tag pro. Bang.